You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio wherever you can get podcasts. Introducing Under Armour's Infinity High Sports Bra. Its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body. With cord-out padding, the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support. And quick-dry padding is Under Armour's fastest-drying padding yet. When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com. Derek Jeter! This is the Yanks Go Yard Podcast with Adam Weinrib and Thomas Carinante. Hey, welcome to a Friday trade deadline edition of the Yanks Go Yard Podcast. I'm Adam Weinrib alongside Thomas Carinante. And the Yankees got you between Wednesdays and Friday's show. Not one, but two lefties to balance out the lineup. Joey Gallo on Wednesday night, the move we all saw coming. And Anthony Rizzo on Thursday, the move that none of us saw coming without the name Boston Red Sox also included in the trade notification. What a whirlwind. More to come for sure on Friday between this record and between the deadline. So you might need a supplement from us at some point, but we will do a full breakdown on Monday, I'm sure, before that occurs. We need this time to fully celebrate what the Yankees have actually given us. They've bought for 2022. They've given us leadership in the clubhouse at a very cheap price. And Luke Voigt is probably the only person upset on Friday. We'll do a little therapy session regarding his potential next destination. Make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Drop us a five-star review along with a mailbag question if you're feeling yourself. Thomas Carinante, they may, there may be no person on earth more suited to talk about adding all these Italians 
at the deadline than you. So welcome to the podcast. The brethren are here, baby. Uh, It feels great. It really does. And uh, as a lefty Italian myself, uh, really couldn't feel any better uh, about it. Um, This is what we've been. Look, we have. How long have we been talking about an Anthony Rizzo trade? Honestly, since the end of last season, we forever. But it sounded fake. It did not sound like a real proposal. It just sounded like a nice thing we wanted. Well, yeah. And finally, we're, we're validated after talking about every trade possible that comes to mind, we did salary matching trades with the Cubs in the off season because we knew that they were trying to cut payroll. We knew obviously we were always trying to cut payroll. Now that's, our, that's our new thing. Um, and Rizzo was involved in one of those deals because free agent after this year, the Cubs didn't really, the Cubs were contending for that hot second. And then they lost like 15 of 18. And then that was the end of it. Um, so, uh, but we honestly didn't think that this would be a reality. Uh, we didn't think that Rizzo was the shocker. Gallo, as you said, writing was on the wall. We felt it coming. We needed a versatile defender. We needed another lefty hitter. Um, but now you want to talk about balancing this lineup out with experience, with power, with uh, uh, guys who put forth good at bats. Now we got two of them. And you know what? I think we we also have a gift for these guys, too. Uh, Manscaped is here to save the summer for Joey Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo. Welcome to New York. We got the Olympics, Euros, baseball, which you guys are familiar with, major championships and concerts. They're all in this summer. You know what isn't? A wild and hairy bush. You got to shave your face. Why not go down below? Tame your pubes with help from your friends. At Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package includes the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0. If an athlete treats their body like royalty, why not treat your po- pubes like poops? Pubes like Olympic gold. Fellas, do right by your balls and join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code FANSIDED20. You know what that gets you? That gets you 20% off and free shipping with that code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Uh, guys, the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is here. Uh, it's it's really the newest and greatest thing you could you you could get out there right now. Uh, it's got a seven thousand RPM motor, a new multifunction on off switch that can engage a travel lock, and gives you the ability to turn on a four thousand uh, K LED spotlight when needed for a more more precise shave. Uh, you know, I know some people have trouble uh, spotting things down there and making sure they're getting involved. Uh, the light's going to help with that. Even better news, it's waterproof. You could do it in the shower, hide your pubes from everybody. Just make sure you have the snakes in the drain. Um, this also comes with the weed whacker, dude, uh, to chop your worst weeds up uh, in both your nose and your ear. So just make sure you're cleaning that thing because you don't want to be uh, you don't want to be doing any interference there. Um, but that's the gist, guys. It's here. It's ready for you to purchase. You head on over to manscaped.com. Use the code FANSIDED20 for 20% off and free shipping uh achieve pubic glory this year with manscaped everybody wow everybody the glory is achievable um i i see no way for anyone to be upset with what we're currently experiencing other than the luke void factor of it all which is sort of strange uh but all it does is further endorse what we've what we've known for a long time that uh it's very likely the yankees go after a high price shortstop this offseason when they do that that means that uh, somebody got to go, whether it's Gio Urshela or Luke Voigt. Um, and now that the Yankees have Anthony Rizzo for the rest of the year, it kind of makes sense to get ahead of things and go with the Luke Voigt. But let's just let's just break let's break down the joy before we we go too far ahead. And rest assured, we are refreshing Twitter for this entire record. 
Something could happen. Luke Voigt could get traded at any minute. The Yankees still need pitching. They definitely need relief help and uh, rotation help, possibly, but I'd say reliever is more likely. But what are you going to trade Voigt for? That's the deadline. I, I, there's so much in my brain, I can't even get a sentence out without going back to seven more outlets. Let's let's enjoy Joey Gallo first before we go to the shocker of Rizzo and before we speculate on what's going to happen to Voight. We could talk Kyle Schwarber a little bit too, who the Yankees have always sort of enjoyed. Ended up going to the Boston Red Sox and is not on the active roster for several more weeks. So uh, interesting. That's probably not the last thing Bloom does there. Let's go Gallo. Gallo is Wednesday night. It had been, so I mean, Yankee fans have been dreaming of Joey Gallo for an eternity. Certain Yankee fans, he didn't really impress us in particular in the weekend, so the week series in Texas earlier this year. Not sure if we thought, um, you know, we needed another swing and miss guy, but as the year continued in Gallo, OBP'd near 400 and hit 25 homers and played great defense in right field, it was it became more and more ridiculous to say, I don't want that. And then based on the package the Yankees actually gave, which is Josh Smith, who we like, but is behind Oswald Peraza and Anthony Volpe at shortstop and potentially Trey Sweeney, who they just drafted in the first round, might not stick at shortstop. But there's at least a couple middle infield options ahead of Smith, who is an advanced bat, has a little bit of pop. Texas is going to like him. Glenn Otto, we like a lot, but he's a you know, potential tweener, starter, reliever type. Best case scenario becomes Garrett Whitlock, and if that happens, the Yankees will have to deal with that. They gave away Whitlock for free. Otto was the kind of guy who was going to be on the Rule 5 list after this year, too. They had to protect him or trade him. They traded him for literally Joey Gallo. Can't argue with that move either. Um, Ezekiel Duran, big power. People like him, too. But again, blocked in the middle infield by several more advanced options. And then the final piece of the puzzle was Trevor Hover, who hit six home runs in the first week of the season, basically didn't hit a homer again. People love the bat. People don't love the position. Uh, doesn't really have a position. So how can you love it? Because it doesn't exist. Those are four guys you give up for Joey Gallo every time you have the opportunity to do so. Do you agree or disagree? Neither of us love, love, love the player, but it becomes insane to be like, I don't want lefty power. I don't want the best lefty power hitter in baseball, arguably. And I don't want to give up prospects 14 through 28 for him i mean you can't really say no to that no very rarely is there the tailor-made perfect free uh trade acquisition for your team at the deadline unless you have one specific glaring hole like for example the padre max scherzer would have been perfect for the padres dodgers swooped in and made it insane the biggest block but the dodgers overshadowing the yankees kind of pisses me off at that trey turner scherzer blockbuster trade but um the yankees can't be they can't pick and choose at this point they have a lot of holes in the lineup they need they need leadership uh in in different ways they need lefty hitting in different ways they need better defense and they, they need a lot of different things so were we crazy about gallo no he's 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 very similar to to uh, the other players in this lineup in terms of striking out, walking, and hitting home runs. Um, but guess what? We have we have the philosophy of just adding good ball players to to the roster and seeing what happens. If Joey Gallo is performing within a Yankees lineup where he's surrounded by guys like Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton, even though Giancarlo Stanton is now about to be OPSing under eight hundred. Um, Gio Urshela, other guys like that, there's going to be a lot more opportunities to hit pitches as opposed to just playing in Texas with Adolis Garcia. Um, also, the, the short porch simply has to be a factor in this, uh, especially with Rizzo as well. Um, the, 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 the stadium is designed for the Yankees to capitalize on power hitting lefties, regardless of if they, get, if they get a lot of hits or they make a lot of contact. It doesn't matter. A fly out at this point is a home. For these guys who are, have tremendous power, Gallo especially, um, 
it, it, it's it's a no-brainer move. And he's going to be the Yankees' best defender. You're talking about a guy who's a gold glove outfielder, can play multiple spots, can play in the outfield, can play first base if you need it. I would rather him not ping-ponging everywhere uh, solely because we're watching DJ LeMahieu do that right now. And it's clear, I, I think that's affecting his uh, ability at the plate. Um, so I don't want to do that with too many guys. But when you have that in your back pocket in the event you need to switch things up in a playoff game or there's injuries and someone needs to fill the void, I love it. So uh, Gallo, high on my wish list? Absolutely not. Am I going to complain about it? No. How many times do we have to talk about it? Once again, guys, you have prospects for a reason. The Yankees surprisingly did a very good job of deepening their farm system. So like we talked about the other day, um, when – there were, uh, what, what did we talk about? Not getting Marte and the Marlins didn't entirely like what we had in the farm yeah. system or in terms of what we were offering. And then we looked at the Adam Frazier deal because the Padres supposedly didn't give up a lot for Adam Frazier. Well, it all depends on how rivals evaluate your farm system. The Yankees deepen their farm system to the point where some of their guys on the outside of the top 15 and top 20 might be top 10 prospects in their eyes. So the Rangers certainly got value here, but the Yankees didn't really part with anything that they necessarily needed. They have a lot of pitchers um, that are that that could be closer to major league action than Glenn Otto um, or guys that, that might project better than Glenn Otto. Um, they have guys, like you said, who are uh, might be better or are more primed for major league action than Trevor Hover or Josh Smith at, Smith at this point. Um, so you simply have to make the move. You cannot hug prospects for too long. Um, and this was a deal right up Cashman's alley where it was very clear he was calculated, he was strategic, and he 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 formulated the package as best he could. We how many rumors were coming out before? We thought Clark Schmidt was in this. Um, we thought. Uh, wasn't per, we thought Pereira was in this at first, and then he ended up not being in it. Pereira um, keeps getting pulled from games. Yeah, and say, it's he wild. Told people, he wasn't in a trade yesterday. Pereira thought he was going to Texas, and apparently was very upset on Wednesday. You know, he's been with the Yankees since he was sixteen. Yeah, got pulled again on Thursday. Everyone at the game was like, "Everson, what, what the hell's going on here?" He said, "Not traded." He wasn't. He hasn't been yet. But he get he's getting yanked from double games. Um, I wouldn't be happy to be Everson Pereira right now. Clark no. Schmidt posted the. Uh, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, like I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. I've never seen that movie. So you've caught me sounding like a moron. But that gift everybody <laughs> posts when they don't get traded. Yeah. Um, he thought he was getting traded. He didn't. I don't know where Clark Schmidt's going to go. I'd rather keep him at this point. There's no one left who I want to trade megalith prospects for except Jose Barrios. I would do Clark Schmidt and Luke Voigt for Jose Barrios and prospects maybe. Um, and we just got a tweet. From Mark Feinstein that says, count the Yankees, Rays, and Mariners among the suitors for Jose Barrios. Mm -hmm. Per sources, they joined the Padres, Blue Jays, and Mets as interested teams. Barrios is expected to be moved before the 4 p.m. deadline. If I'm the Padres, I don't let Barrios get out of my fucking sights after losing Max Scherzer. And I'm still not sure how they lost Max Scherzer, by the way. Um, that deal was done, and then it wasn't done. And then we sat around for a couple hours, and then the Dodgers got Scherzer and Trey Turner. Uh, so I think if I'm the Padres, I'm furious. I probably don't let them out of my sights, but the, count the Yankees among the suitors. And again, there were six suitors listed. I don't hear the Red Sox listed among any of those suitors. Interesting. Yeah, I would love to know what the Red Sox think they're doing. Of course, they'll they'll laugh that we got Gallo. Gallo was being Gallo was being uh, touted by everybody for the past two months. Now the Yankees got him, and it's like, oh, you got another strike up at. It's like, yeah, okay, dude. 
you were talking about how good he was for the past two months, and now all of a sudden he's he's all he does is strike out. So. Red Sox fans Classic. shoving the standings in our face when we try to brag about getting hot bats. You don't think that the Yankees might be a little closer to you if they had two all-star home run hitters all year instead of uh, they went into Fenway Park starting Greg Allen and Ryan Lamar and Florial and like do you not think the Yankees lineup might have been a little different if they'd had two months of of Gallo and Rizzo? Um, and then the Red Sox go ahead and laugh at us for for strikeout bats and then trade for injured Kyle Schwarber at 11 p.m., um, who has no position on the Reds. They're either going to send Jaron Duran back down, not sure why you do that, play Schwarber in left, play Kike at second, or trade for Jonathan Sculpe or teach Kyle Schwarber first base on the fly. I mean, you get good players and you figure it out later, and I'm not going to make fun of the Red Sox for getting Kyle Schwarber, and there's a 100% chance he's going to hit absolute tanks down the stretch for the Boston Red Sox. But you don't have the right to be like, ha-ha, you got Joey Gallo, ha-ha, you got Anthony Rizzo, and then go ahead and get Kyle Schwarber, who, again, is on the injured list, not an active player at this moment. Yeah, so I think it's a cool move by them, but... Cool move. It's certainly a cool move, but there's a lot... There's more holes there than there is with the Yankees, with Gallo and Rizzo. I understand uh, we have to do some tinkering now with Luke Voigt and whatnot, but just the, the imbalance that the Yankees have had with lefties and righties, even even if these are high strikeout guys... I don't even think Rizzo's a high strikeout guy. He's not. He's not. He's not. No, he's not. He, he's, he's, he's a high... They're both high OBP guys. Gallo's a high strikeout guy, but guess what? When you're batting in between other talented right-handed hitters and this is how you mix up the lineup, the results are going to show. Rizzo, yeah, oh man, 792 OPS, great. When he's batting sixth or seventh in the Yankees lineup, those numbers are going to go up. Joey Gallo, oh, hitting 223. Yeah, great. When he's hitting uh, when he's hitting third or fourth in sandwich in between Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge, those numbers are going to go up. So better believe it, dude. We are going to take a quick break when we come back. The best of the best because we were prepared for Gallo. We were not prepared for Rizzo. Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Yanks Go Yard podcast. Before we move on from Gallo, though, there is a 180% chance that if the Yankees get to the wild card game in Tampa, Joey Gallo will hit a key baseball that gets stuck in the roof. Yes or no? 100%. Like a massive moment. Michael threw the roof. One out. Blasted through the roof. Yeah, it's it's going to the roof. Umpires will have to decide what to do with the baseball after it bursts through the stupid roof. It's the worst stadium in the world, and the Yankees are fighting their asses off to play the one-game wild card there. So that's definitely the downside of this whole scenario. Now with Garrett Cole on the mound, who got blasted on, on Thursday at, at that very same stadium. Uh, can't even, can't um, even talk about it. Yeah. Well, no, it's very fun, though. For, the Yankees had a momentum-killing loss in the final game of a series, again, trying to sweep. We don't even have to talk about it because they traded for Anthony Rizzo. Yep. Who was, who was rumored to go to the Red Sox all day, all week, all year, uh, you know, forever and ever. Uh, what a sentimental journey. He's going to close it at Fenway Park. You got Jared Carabas hearing the discussions are heating up between the Red Sox and Cubs posting Rizzo's rookie photo in a Red Sox uniform. Oh, my God. This is going to be wonderful. And then, of course, he goes to the Yankees and you get Carabas doing that. I don't think this is a move that moves the needle, actually. Like unearthing his text messages. All right, man. Anthony Rizzo is exactly what this clubhouse needs. I don't know how he's going to fit. It's Once again, it's only two months. I think it's quite likely he does not come back after the season ends and that's you know we'll we'll find out in two months if that's a shame or if that's fine you can't get a better rental than Rizzo who again the Yankees traded two prospects who Cubs fans should be happy with uh Kevin Alcantara people like a lot he's he's bouncing around the back end of the Yankees top 10 but the Yankees do have a lot of center fielders you know coming up through the system from the high powered names like Jason Dominguez to the lower powered, you know, depth pieces like, uh, you know, Brandon Lockridge. 
there are center fielders. Uh, we're going to miss Kevin Alcantara, but the Cubs are, are going to enjoy him. And then Alexander Vizcaino, off the, another off the 40 man. Like these yeah. are guys the Yankees have to either decide, is this my future or do I need to get rid of this person now to clear more 40 man room? Otto, they made the decision. Uh, Alexander Vizcaino, we've barely seen it. He's in high A. I don't know why he's taking up a 40 man spot at all. You, you basically have to trade that guy. And to get Anthony Rizzo in return, uh, is unbelievable. The numbers on Anthony Rizzo, I mean, it goes beyond the numbers. It's leadership. Everybody knows what Anthony Rizzo brings. There has been something rotten in the Yankees clubhouse all year long. Can Anthony Rizzo fix it by himself? I don't know, but he has fun playing baseball, and he delivers. 115 OPS plus this year, 14 homers, and 40 RBI, a 248 average of the 346 OBP. He's been hotter lately, but this is like his worst season at the plate, other than last year, which, you know, 2020 was what 2020 is. 2019, 293, 405 OBP, uh, 140 OPS plus year before, 124, 131, 143, 146, 152. All he does is mash. Um, All-star from 2014 to 2016. MVP 13th finisher in 2017, 17th finisher in 2018. It's great. He's about to turn 32. He's not old. You probably thought he was 34. He isn't. Um, I've, I was floored by the notification. And I'm still so excited. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I am. I'm buzzing for Anthony Rizzo. I and look, Gold Glove first baseman. I I know we. I love Luke Voigt, dude. I, I I don't know what they're gonna do. We could talk about maybe them shoving Giancarlo Stanton in the outfield and saying, "Look, dude, you're playing the outfield now. So figure it out." If Giancarlo, honestly, I'm not. If Giancarlo Stanton got hurt, like that's that's just what it is at this point. That's what we would have to deal with. Um, and maybe that changes the lineup a little bit. He's been bad. He's about to OPS under 800, guys, and it's about to be August. That is not what a permanent DH who's making $27 million a year should be doing. So if they put him in the outfield and say, dude, this is what you're doing, and whatever the consequences are, that's what it is. DH, Voight, Rizzo at first base, and then have a roaming DH with Stanton, Judge, Voight, Rizzo. That could work. I, I don't think I don't think anybody's opposed to that. I'd like to have Rizzo on the field more often than not because of his Gold Glove caliber. Uh, well, his Gold Glove uh, defense at first base. Um, that's going to help Glaber Torres a lot. Think about all the think about all the shaky throws he makes to first base. Think about how much more confidence he'll have being like, oh, I'm going to fucking rocket this over, and uh, I know Rizzo is going to pick it up because he's scooping balls out of the dirt left and right. Um, that's another that's another aspect that you have to take into account here. Gallo's plus defense and Rizzo's plus defense, two things that the Yankees didn't have in the corner spots of the outfield for most of the year. Um, ever and e- forever, yeah. ever, ever. And at first base. So they were playing Clint Frazier yeah. and Miguel Andujar in the outfield. Yeah. Just what? think about, think about the upgrades that think about the upgrades. And here's a, here's another layer to all this guys. DJ LeMay was a two time gold glove, second baseman who's been ping ponged around the infield. I don't care. I don't care what your opinion on DJ LeMay is in terms of, Oh, we ripped the Yankees off with this $90 million contract or, Oh, he, uh, he fooled everybody in 2019 and 2020. Cause he's really not that good. You're not going to sit here and tell me that him having to, practice extra defense before every single game because he doesn't know if he's going to be at second at first or at third on any given night isn't affecting his ability to hit the ball or his psychology when stepping up to the plate. He's probably taking less batting practice. He's probably more concerned about delivering on defense, which he's been doing, which is a big reason why he's been a plus war player this year. So put DJ LeMahieu back at second base on a permanent basis 
and you're going to see a difference with his bat. I can almost, I will sign off and guarantee that for the last two months of the season. If there is more of a steadfast infield where there's not people moving around, you have Geo at third, you got Glaber at short, you got DJ at second, you have Anthony Rizzo at first, you're going to see a lot of improvement with everybody's bat and with everybody's glove. And on top of that, um, it's going to change. It's it, it's going to just change the psyche of the entire team because you're the guys that are supposed to be producing are going to start producing. The guys who are coming in who are meant to give a spark are at the very least going to help the players around them spark. And then who knows what happens later in the year. So you can't knock either of these transactions. Um, the Gallo one, I know it was expected. The Rizzo one completely out of left field. This is the one that's going to hopefully provide some more stability in the clubhouse and on the field for the Yankees. And hopefully with the media, dude, hopefully we don't get these cookie cutter, shitty post-game press conferences. Now that Gallo and Rizzo are in town, uh, the reporters are going to want to ask more questions to these guys. You're not going to have the Aaron Judge kid. Oh, you know, uh, you know, these guys fight. This is how or Boone, where he's oh well, yeah. uh, every night this is what we're doing. This is how. It is. No, we want to hear different guys. We want to hear more candor. We want to hear what it's like arriving in the New York spotlight. What you can diagnose with this team. All these guys on the Yankees right now are can, they're 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 like I, I they're they're just bruised and battered from from the system. They're, they're the Yankees. We have to win. We're good, but we keep choking. They have no answers for anything. Bring new guys in. Bring new voices in. See, see what, uh, how it can kind of change the narrative and the attitude around everybody and kind of the, 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 the outside viewpoint. Because I can't, I don't, I don't know any, I don't know any non-Yankee fans who, who, who watch these press conferences, but you can't tell me that baseball fans in general who are tuning into a post-game Yankees thing to listen to, Aaron Judge or DJ LeMahieu or Garrett Cole talk or entertained. It's it's the worst. It's the worst TV out there. It's not even People close. People can't believe Aaron Boone's not fired. It's like yeah. everybody's first question is why on earth? Like how how annoyed are you that Aaron Boone's still here? Like I don't know. I, I, I yeah, yeah. We're turning the corner uh, tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it's a different day. I uh, faced a difficult decision in the eighth inning, but I, uh, I you know didn't do anything because I had a, a plan for before the game that I had no interest in deviating. <clears throat> like it's the same, it's the same crap every day. I, I can't wait to hear uh, from Rizzo and Gallo. Although of course uh, the most 2021 thing possible would be to hear, you know, Rizzo's got a little, a little soreness. He's working, he's working it out. <clears throat> Hopefully we'll have him in there tomorrow. <clears throat> like, you know, everybody anticipates the absolute worst, but hopefully this endorsement from the front office, you know, a tacit endorsement of the roster is what the Yankees do need to change their fate. These are perfect additions, regardless of what happens. Um, you know, Gallo alone would have been something Gallo and Rizzo is something else. And they are not done. Uh, Barrios potentially, if they're willing to meet the price relievers, we're hearing rice. Iglesias is maybe available from the angels. That's a biggie. That's a biggie folks. Yeah. Um, Luke Voigt more likely than not going to be on the move. I personally endorse the route of keeping him until the offseason. Then the Trey Turner, Max Scherzer thing makes Corey Seager a little expendable in Los Angeles or makes Trey Turner a little expendable. Trade for him for one year. I don't know. One of the two expendable. I'd rather wait, hold Voight since everybody knows Voight's gone anyway. Um, go with Rizzo at first, Stanton in left, Voight at DH or Voight at first, Rizzo at DH, Stanton in left or Stanton at DH, either Rizzo or Voight as the day off. Blah, blah. There's just so many options. Um, but, of course, the Yankees probably prefer to just trade Voight now. We understand he does seem like a dead man walking. This would not be selling high. Selling high would be selling after he hit a, 20, a league-leading 22 bombs. 
in 2020. He has not been the same guy, though, since he got... Uh, it's so weird. It, it, he's so injured. He's so unreliable, and the knee is worrisome. He suffered a bone bruise in the knee that he had surgically repaired this offseason midway through the campaign. That's bad. People are saying Voight's going to be back soon. That felt weird. No minor league rehab assignment. That felt like a boon spin zone. And maybe it was to work on his trade value. Now, where does he go? Does he go in a Barrios trade? Does he go for bullpen help? People are talking about Milwaukee as someone who could maybe use a slugging first baseman, considering they consider to add those. They add those all the time. It would make sense. Where do you think, do you think Voight's gone? I think Voight's gone. Uh, I, I don't like what I'm hearing, so that makes me feel like he might be gone. But it's like, Jack I Curry. don't know. He never lies. Yeah, like he, he, he really never right. does. Yeah. So that that's why I get the. Uh, but look, I don't think there's nothing wrong like with doing that platoon we're just talking about, where you're cycling in Voit Rizzo and Giancarlo into the DH, um, and Voit 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 roaming DH in first base would be tremendous if he has to stay in the DH role for for uh, more times than not because because of his ailments, then that's fine. Um, I think that makes the lineup even more powerful and even more flexible uh, when, when you're when you're looking at it from that lens. Uh, at this point, I don't know. Would I trade him for Berrios? I guess. I, 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 Berrios, I think, is good. I, uh, I, I don't know how he would perform in New York. Uh, very pitcher-friendly park over there in Minnesota, and he's just largely been – I think his ERA at uh, target field is like a 3.55. Not entirely great. Um he posts he, the same three mid threes ERA every year. He yeah. finally reached four last year in the shortened season, but Barrios is three, five, three, six, three, eight, eight, like every single season. So you, you'd take it. You'd be yeah. getting a three starter, but you'd take it. Yeah. It's look, the Yankees need to lengthen their rotation by any, any means possible. Would that be a bad move? No, but also I think the Yankees have Brian Cashman has watched himself miss selling guys at their high point. Clint Frazier poster boy for that. We can go back and we could talk about Mike Talkman after the 2019 season mm. all we want. Then we trade him for Wandy Peralta. That's the, and then Mike Talkman gets DFA'd yesterday. Complete waste of a trade. You could have sold high. You didn't. How many other prospects have the Yankees done this with? They hang on to guys for too long and then they either start performing poorly um, or or they finally make their MLB debut and they're not exactly who they were. So I don't know if Aaron Boone wants to take uh, Aaron Boone. I don't think uh, Brian Cashman wants to take the route again of kind of selling low. Um, unless my other alternative here is maybe you don't get pitching for this year. for Boy, Maybe you just trade them for a couple of top prospects and replenish the system after what you had just lost in these two deals for uh, Rizzo and Gallo. Yeah, um, I'd prefer that. I, I don't think that I don't think that's an insane thing to do. Um, but I don't know. Look, I'm not going to nitpick. I'll take Barrios, and if it, if it's going to cost Voight, then it's going to cost Voight. I I love Luke Voight, but like we're talking about, unreliable because he can't stay on the field. I, I, that's not his fault. It's sad and it sucks. How many times? How many? Every sport you talk about injury prone players and what could have been and 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 how devastating it is for them mentally. I can't imagine what you think. You don't think Luke Voight wants to be on the fucking field every night, dude. That's you don't think all, Luke Voigt wants a big contract. Yeah. Like he's, he's, he's maybe never going to get the biggest, the big he's contract he deserved in, in mid 2019. Yeah, I probably not, but I, I'm not really opposed to anything at this point. I, I would really like if they could figure out a way to get another reliever without parting with Voight and then do that platoon DH situation where, they're roaming Giancarlo, Rizzo, even Judge and Voight into the DH spot, giving guys days off in the field because they need it. I think getting Giancarlo Stanton into the field is going to improve his his mental aspect uh, uh, in terms of the approach at the plate. Think about what he's doing. We were talking about it yesterday. Goes over for four with three strikeouts, and then what does he do? He just goes back to the dugout and sits down and thinks about how 
stupid he looked for those three at bats. Yep. Can't can't be good for can't be good for your mental health. So throw him in the outfield, let him get a change of scenery, see what happens, and you go from there. I think Voight, they keep him if he's stronger, if if he comes back and he's healthy, this lineup is truly a juggernaut. Trading him, you're upgrading elsewhere on the pitching staff. I think it's I think it's a win-win. It's just they, they have to find the right deal. I get it either way. I just it is funny that after months of this being the worst offense, just the absolute dregs, mm-hmm. like you get two lefty bats and then you're like, ah, yeah, we could get rid of Luke Voigt. Like, <laughs> fine. like we could sacrifice offense. We could sacrifice, you know, the second best offensive player for the Yankees since early 2018 when available in terms of WRC plus he's right behind Aaron Judge. Like it does sound ridiculous to be like, all right, we got enough bats now when we had way fewer bats than necessary, basically the all like the entire year. And now suddenly we're like, void, he comes back. He doesn't. Eh, what are you going to do? Um, Aaron Hicks as a guy, you got to wonder what the future of Aaron Hicks is. Um, he's locked down for a long time. How much longer are they get? How much longer are they going to keep Aaron Hicks on the team? Like uh, for real, for real, like they're going to be piping that contract into every conversation. It's not that expensive. What there's only like, God, there's only like four years and 40 million. It might be three years and 30 million left of Aaron Hicks's money. I think they're going to try to, to fend that one off somewhere after this season, keep Gallo and center. Maybe Gallo and left, get another center fielder. I mean, there Jason Dominguez is coming. Jason Dominguez is not going to spoiler alert. He's not going to stay in the minors to accommodate Aaron Hicks. Um, they're oh. going to figure out a way to do that. This is the most exciting trade deadline I can recall in, in so many ways. Easily, um, easily. I mean, the Yankees standing pat in 2019 looks all the more ridiculous now that they are not standing pat for a team that is not in a playoff position and is only five games over 500. They are trending in the right direction. Of course, I think they would be the favorites to grab the final playoff spot at this point in time. The Rays did not exactly impress me in that last series. The Yankees have now taken... Two out of three from the Rays. The last two times they've gone to Tropicana Field, snaps for the Yankees. That seemed impossible when the season started. Um, Fenway is now the place that sucks, not not Tropicana Field. And the Blue Jays are going back to Toronto. That's going to suck. We usually suck at Camden Yards, too. It it turns out sucking on the road in in the AL East is just sort of a thing that that happens. Maybe (laughs) Maybe it's hard to win road games. But the Trop has been a little less intimidating lately. The Yankees got some bounces in this series, yeah. they got a ball past Wander Franco's glove that should have been an Aaron Judge double play. They got DJ LeMahieu catching the final out of first base on a ball that hit the ceiling somehow, probably, or he just lost it in the ceiling. I don't know. Um, they have set themselves up to have an active deadline like this, and Brian Cashman finally said, I'm sick of the jokes. I'm saving my job. Um, there's no real way that like this could backfire hard enough to cost him his job, right? I think he's probably... I mean, I Probably guess everything. Here. Yeah, I mean, everything the, the entire season would have to continue on this same trajectory for his job for him to lose his job. Yeah, that would mean, well, that would like mean, Gallo, like, Gallo and Rizzo struggle like he didn't give up anything that's going to like blow your body. Oh, like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like Josh Smith is going to have to come up to the Rangers and hit 390 over the last month of the season. Yeah. And like the prospects the Yankees kept are going to have to wilt. But I am a huge Anthony Volpe fan. I can't believe how good he looks. Um, I'm so excited he's going to be a part of this. It would appear for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Peraza, I like. Clark Schmidt could be gone today. You don't know, but I'm glad they kept on to him for now. Um, Jason, obviously pretty untouchable. Um, Trevor's story was a little bit of a worrisome rumor just because he's been he's been bad this year. Yeah. There was a chance he comes to New York. He's got an injury. He's got arm injury concerns. You don't want any part of that if you're giving up prospects for him. Do the evaluation. Uh, figure out what's going on. Um, you know, Maybe in the offseason, you sign story. Maybe you like it more than I do. I don't know about I don't know about that, folks. I don't know about just trading assets for a half year of Trevor's story. I'm pumped. I'm just excited. 
It's thrilling. It really is. And it, this is what this is the shot in the arm that everybody needed. It's not just fans. It's not just the players, the entire organization. Everybody needed some sort of change. Um, and it, the, the, I'm kind of glad the hand was forced to, to do this because we're getting rid of guys on the 40 man that are probably not going to take the the monstrous next step that that everybody is either expecting or needs to happen. Um and we've seen so many times in years past where they don't exactly do what they need to do with the deadline because they're satisfied with what they have. I'd rather them be uncomfortable and be like, shit, we got to make a couple of moves. That's what's happened after this first, after these first four months of the season, they got nervous and they made that. They, they, luckily they were calculated and made the exact moves that this team needed for both morale and performance and defense uh, more specifically on the performance end. Um, and it's going to it's going to hopefully define a, a completely new uh, narrative for the final two months of the season. Uh, I, I guess we'd be suckers if, if it didn't happen. But I don't know how you would be betting against this not working for the remain for the uh, remaining two months. These guys are both excited to come to New York. I don't know if you heard either of them talk in wake of the trades. Uh, both both very thrilled. Uh, they're going to be put in favorable situations around other guys who are also good ball players. Hopefully they're going to ignite the underperforming players. So this is, and like we said, there's still more moves to come. We have, we have four hours and 20 minutes left until the deadline. So um, keep your eyes peeled. There could be more momentum shifting moves, but the next two months, the last two months of the season guys should be, should be fairly entertaining and, and way more positive than what we've seen. It's something to believe in. It's just, yeah. it's something to believe in. And Gallo is here for 2022 too. That is massive. That is massively important to have another bat like that. Gallo's a native New Yorker. Grew up a Derek Jeter fan. Grew up a Yankees, Giants, and Knicks fan. The, the importance of that cannot be understated. It sounds a little ridiculous to say, but if you can get a superstar left-handed bat in the lineup without left-handed bats and he's from New York and winning for the Yankees means something to him, instead of just winning for the team that pays his salary, he wants to win for the New York Yankees. That's why he eats up Garrett Cole when he struggles. Like, we got another guy like that. We got another Cole, and we didn't have to give up that much, and, and not that much. I mean, I think the Rangers got a fair trade. I like these guys. Yeah. But we got Joey Gallo. And mm-hmm. then Rizzo comes in. We've been talking all year long about how this team is rotten. There is something wrong that is imperceptible in the clubhouse. Does Boone have to go? I don't know, but who could be worse? What's wrong with Judge? Why won't he talk? Etc. Just like, you don't know what's percolating, and maybe it's Judge's vaccination status like we don't know what's tearing the clubhouse apart but it's something anthony rizzo comes in and he immediately changes that he yeah. is the ultimate clubhouse glue i can't wait to see what he does with these guys um and the fat add in the red sox factor and it's incredible because you know he's galvanizing that red sox clubhouse if that's where he ends up in the same way that i can guarantee eric hosmer would be 30 points higher on the batting average scale if he went to boston than if he went to new york Anthony Rizzo would have been a huge get for the Red Sox. He immediately is going to play above that 115 OPS plus, which by the way, still good. 15% above league average in a quote unquote down year. And he's heating up hitting 300 in his past seven games with three bombs. I like everything about the Rizzo deal, but even if the most, even if all that happens is you gave up some center field depth and a 40 man roster pitcher who's losing his shine for Anthony Rizzo for two months, just to block the, even if all you did is block the Red Sox, it's still a win. They haven't done anything like that in so long and add in the fact that it makes all the sense in the world for the Yankees too. And you're not just making a spite move. You're making a spite move that makes your team so much better immediately, both on and off the field. 
It was, uh, I, uh, that, that was the biggest thing for me. It was clearly everyone's making the link between Rizzo and the Red Sox and Brian Cashman, I think probably saw that and was like, you know what? We could actually use Rizzo. That'd be great. And then we're stealing from our rivals, kind of like what the Dodgers did with the Padres. I know there was a much greater need for starting pitching on the Dodgers given their situation, but they knew the Padres would be heavily linked to Scherzer. And then they see that that deal is nearing. And then they're like, great, we're going to up the ante. We'll take Turner too. We'll throw in more. Um, And you know, the Yankees had prospects who were talented that they could afford to part with. And they said, you know what? We'll call the Cubs. We helped them win that 2016 World Series. They sort of owe us a little bit because now Glaber Torres is regressing. <laughs> Imagine they're thinking that. Oh, Glaber Torres is regressing. The Cubs owe us. No. Uh, yeah. Great trade for both sides in 2016. Um, and now Brian Cashman saw it. He had to have seen that speculation and was like, nope, we're going to get Rizzo. We'll stick it to the Red Sox. Red Sox still, yep. You guys have, what, a nine-game lead? Don't really give a shit. There's still two months left. Talk all the shit you want about the standings. Won't matter until the end of September, though. It will not matter until then. And this, I think, if I'm a Red Sox fan, I'm demoralized uh, after that. Depending, obviously, they still have time to make moves, but they're going to do stuff. Have, they're they're going to do. But you have to be demoralized if you're if you're right. The, the Red Sox' biggest hole, aside from starting pitching, where they're getting Chris Sale, is first base. They have nobody at first base, and right there, you have Anthony Rizzo, who's not going to cost too much in a trade. Is a free agent after this year, so. The, the cost-conscious Red Sox wouldn't have to worry about being saddled with another large contract, God forbid. But that's that's a little demoralizing because even even if the Yankees didn't need Anthony Rizzo, I would be demo- I would have been demoralized if the Red Sox acquired him. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's a statement move in so many ways. Um, and Yankee fans, you simply cannot be angry with this deadline, even regardless of what happens at this point. Uh, there's going to be a couple more tinkers, but as long as they can figure something out with the bullpen and maybe lengthen the starting rotation a little bit, this is a success because the problem with the Yankees this year has been the offense. The problem has not really been the pitching. The problem has been the back end of the bullpen when they couldn't, they, they can't hold it together. And the problem has been runners in scoring position and striking out uh, and striking out uh, in, in situational uh, scenarios. So if this can flip everything on its head, with more, more uh, balance in the lineup, then it, it's really going to turn things around. It, it, five, a difference of a difference of a bounce going here and there, or, or, or uh, uh, registering a hit when when so many guys are unable to do it. it. It's the difference of a win and a loss. And if the Yankees, like I said, can rattle off fifteen of twenty, that's in in some stretch at this point, it's going to change the entire year. Objectively hilarious that Red Sox fans spent all day a knowing they were going to get Anthony Rizzo and b making fun of the Yankees for getting Joey Gallo while still losing fourteen nothing to the Rays. Then the Red Sox let us get Anthony Rizzo and lost uh, what thirteen one uh, yeah. Toronto thirteen one. So yeah, uh, if our loss doesn't if our loss matters and so does yours. If our if your loss doesn't matter, then neither does ours. It's a new season. Kyle Schwarber versus Rizzo in the AL East is hilarious. Luckily, we only play the Red Sox six more times. Their schedule is about to get tough. Uh, I don't know if Schwarber is going to be back by the next time we face him, which is like two and a half weeks from now. I actually don't think he will be, but we'll find out. The Yankees are two games out in the loss column from a wild card spot. They are only, only seven games behind Boston for the division lead in the loss column. I don't think it's going to happen. But I know we have a better chance of making it happen today than we did yesterday. And probably after the deadline, again, those chances will only increase. That is it for this edition of the Yanks Go Yard podcast. I've been fervently refreshing Twitter. I really, really wanted to get you another one by the end of this podcast. But it's just the Barrios and it's just the Void speculation. And I would expect both of those, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get some finality there pretty soon. And you'll hear from us on Monday. Until next time, I'm Adam Weinerib. 
You can find me on Twitter at Adam Weiner. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your damn podcasts. Leave us a five-star review along with a mailbag question. We'll be more than happy to answer it. And finally, the haters, you should probably tune out because you might get some content you're not going to like in the next couple of months. Yankee fans, come on back on board. Yeah, second half is for the Yankee fans. First half is for the haters, guys. Uh, you can also find me. I'm Thomas Carinante at Tommy's underscore takes. You can also find both of us at yankscoyard.com. We're creating content there all day, every day. Uh, we're heating up. Uh, deadline's approaching. We're going to have takes after the deadline. Uh, big series against the Marlins. Let's get a fucking sweep. Can we just sweep an inferior team for once? Uh, you can also talk to us on the official Yanks Go Yard pod, uh, podcast. You can also talk to us you on will the Yanks never, Go Yard podcast. You will never you come on the there. podcast. You will, <laughs> none of you will ever come on the podcast. <laughs> you can talk to us on the official Yanks Go Yard Twitter account at Yanks Go Yard FS. Uh, I guess we'll talk some more shit there, too, because people aren't liking what we have to say, um, especially all the the opposition, fan, even a sect of Yankee fans who just can't even be happy about anything. Uh, figure something out, guys. Maybe go do some deep breathing exercises or meditation, meditation or some shit. Uh, exciting second half of the season. We'll talk to you next on Monday with a full recap of what's about to come. See ya. Let's go, everybody. Lock it in. See ya. Viva Forza Italia. I'm Flo from Progressive. You know me. I'm a huge football fan, but it can be stressful for us super fans. So Progressive is going to help take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how your team threw the wrong ball on the wrong net, just think about how Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Well, hope this distraction about Progressive's Home Court Explorer was helpful. It sure helped me from stressing about my team for a bit. Anyway, go sports. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.